What is going on, Shelter family? Good morning. It is Thursday. We are glad you're here. Here's Mr. Barden. Mm. The beard is growing. Anyway, um, we are closing up the reason, right? Why you do what you do during this Christmas season, and hopefully it's matching the life of Christ and what he's doing. And so, you know, we really wanted to kind of throw like a different curveball um, at the end. I wanted to test out why you ask questions to people during this holiday season in those small gatherings or holiday parties or corporate mm. settings, you know, we're getting to these settings and we, we find ourselves kind of just trying not to make waves and yeah. not ask personal questions to just make everything on the surface. And I just never, ever, ever see Jesus doing that. You know, one of the most amazing questions that he asked was to the man at the pool of Bethesda. And mm. so I wanted to read this because I wanted it to kind of spark something in us and maybe produce a little bit of boldness in us and some intentionality in the questions that we ask. Yeah. It says this, Afterwards, Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish holy days. Inside the city near the Sheep Gate was the pool of Bethesda with five covered porches. Crowds of sick people, blind, lame, and paralyzed, lay on the porches. One of the men lying there had been sick for 38 years. When Jesus saw him and knew he had been ill for a long time, he asked him, would you like to get well? What an amazing question to ask. Why? Why mm -hmm. would you ask that? Why would, I mean, it's obvious that the man wants to be well, but I think Jesus was trying to get something and spark something in him. He was trying to say this, hey, listen, you're sitting here, but are you relying on, have you come to rest with the state of yourself? Um, I think sometimes when we're talking with people, when we don't ask real questions, we don't get real answers. Yeah. But Jesus went and said, hey, listen, do you actually want to get well? He was saying, hey, listen, do you realize what you're doing? Why are you doing it? Sometimes people get into their malaise. They don't even really, they don't have a heartbeat. And Jesus cut right through that. I think that we as Christians have the ability to be listening to the Holy Spirit and cut right through it and ask powerful questions. Yeah, I think the, the most important thing a lot of the time within our relationships are the deep questions that we go about. I mean, look at some of the relationships that kind of die off. We stop asking questions. Right. We stop thinking that we have to get to know this person, even though the depths of who we are as individuals is so much deeper and our answers to our questions evolve and change over time as well. Yeah. So to assume that we constantly know somebody or that we have this state of awareness of who they are really doesn't go into that. I, you know, you know, I'm a huge fan of John Maxwell. Oh yeah. I mean, he has written one of the most fantastic books. Leaders ask great questions. Yeah. And good leaders ask great questions. Yeah. Is it good leaders or great leaders? I think both of them ask great questions. Right, exactly. And so what we end up seeing or what he ends up talking about is what questions actually do for us. Right. And you know, like when you ask somebody, it causes them to question themselves, which usually turns into a deeper amount of thinking. Right. And then the answers that they end up giving, like getting them to think more, getting them to do more, empowered more. Uh, and those are the things that we really start to see in Jesus's questionings in the stories through out his entire ministry. Totally. I think of the woman at the well, you know, Jesus asks a question about her husband, Ooh. right? Why does he do that? He wants to cut through this narrative that she said to herself. So what we're trying to propose here is kind of something unique because I think there's got to be a level of grace. You know, mm -hmm. never did Jesus ask a question to someone that was a hard question in order to shame them or in, or in order to put them aside. It was more to actually cut through some of the self-delusion that people have that people had in order for them to be jump-started yeah and then for order for them him to um carry out in many ways a miracle and he cut through the self-deception and propelled them to a new life that they were supposed to have 
Yeah, so we wanna challenge you guys uh, as we close this thing out to really think about great questions. You know, as Jesus asked his disciples, he asked Pharisees, he asked people that he agreed with and disagreed with different types of questions. It'll get to a lot of the meaning that we are really trying to get after, some deeper thinking, some deeper thoughts, and you're probably gonna learn something about somebody that you've sat across from the table with on a consistent basis, something more. And the key is, is that that's going to propel you, I believe, for you to actually offer support. When yeah. you ask questions, the follow-up would be, hey, how can I help you with this? Yeah. How can I serve you with this? Jesus never asked someone a question and left them hanging. I love that, and I think that is valuable to us. It's awesome. So you guys have a fantastic day, and we'll see you tomorrow morning. Talk to you.